In this episode, I'll be bringing you the audio from a recent workshop I did called How to Engage Better and Sell Faster with Online Video. Are you ready? It's episode 97 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 97. Man, we are gearing down on episode 100 and I'm excited for episode 100 because over the last few weeks I've been conducting a number of interviews with listeners to the podcast. That's right, you guys. And I'm going to bring you guys in on episode 100 very, very soon. In fact, in the next few weeks. So, Right now, it's episode 97, and in this episode, I'm going to actually be sharing with you the audio of a workshop presentation that I did at a sales boom conference here on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And this was an awesome event and a room full of motivated business owners that were dedicated to improving their ability to sell and grow their business through their sales abilities. And I was really honored to be invited to share more about my passion for online video strategy with these motivated business owners. So what you're going to hear in today's episode is the audio from my live workshop presentation, how to engage better and sell faster with online video. And I know you're gonna get a lot of value from this, but of course, this is a visual presentation uh, that was done live in a workshop room. So there were some slides that went along with this presentation. And I want you to be able to get hold of those slides to help you work through this episode as well. So to do that, head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 97, and you'll be able to download the slides there so that you can play along at home. So without further ado, let's get into the audio from my presentation, how to engage better and sell faster with online video. Thanks for joining us here today at SalesBoom. It's, it's a really good event Wade puts on. Um, I'm gonna promise you one thing, I'm gonna finish my sentences today, okay? So I'm not gonna ask you to finish my sentences for me. <laughs> but what I, what I am gonna do, <laughs> had, to, had to say that. What I am going to do today in the next half an hour or so, 40 minutes, is actually share with you how to engage better and sell faster with online video. Does that sound good? Cool. That's good. You're in the right place. Um, before I do that, though, I want to tell you a little bit about me. So I run a company called Innovate Media. We're based here on the Sunshine Coast, and that's what we do. We help businesses engage better and sell faster with online video. But before I started that, around 11 years ago, I was actually a high school teacher of film and television. And one thing I learned very quickly as a high school teacher is the, the only way I could know that the lesson that I was going to do today was going to get the kids to actually pay attention, right? And for both me and for the students in the room, when this happened, everybody knew they were in for a good 90 minutes, a good period of, of learning. And this is it. Remember when the teacher rolled out this bad boy? It probably doesn't look like that anymore, but it, 
it certainly did when I was in high school as well. So you knew you were in for a good time. There's something about video that kind of gets people to sit up and pay attention. There's something that kind of connects on a different level with people. And as a business owner in our marketing, we can tap into that. And it's a super powerful thing. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So that's a little bit about me, but I want to hear a little bit about you guys. I want to get a bit of a feel for the room here. So can I get a show of hands, anyone who's currently using video in their marketing in some form? Cool, just keep your hands up. Can I get a show of hands or just add your hands to the show here if you've thought about using video in your business? Okay, we're getting there. And hands down, hands up if you've only ever done video of your kids or your pets or your holidays. Yeah. Okay, just a few other people there. So the goal of today, what I really want to share with you guys today is about the power of online video in your business. And I know if you're using social media, if you're engaging on any online platforms, you know that there is video out there. Video is where attention is at, okay? But what we need to do is understand how to capture that attention and drive it towards sales for our business. So what I said in the, in the title of this presentation is not about, it's not about just how to use video to actually um, attract people, it's about how to sell faster as well, right? So a couple of stats just to get us started, everyone loves a good stat. 85% of all internet users watch online video monthly. Probably not that surprising. 54% of consumers want to see more video content from a brand that they like. That final part's important, a brand that they like. 87% of marketing professionals are now using video as a marketing tool. Are you? 88% of video marketers are satisfied with the ROI of their video marketing. For those people who are doing video, are you satisfied with the return on investment of what you're doing with video? A couple of head shakes. At the, at the foundation of everything that I kind of talk about with our clients and what I want to share with you today is this, this basically this world of video marketing is a little bit more complex than most people think. And it's not just about making content. So for most people, when they think about embarking on this idea of using video, they think, okay, well, how do we get a video made? Okay, well, let's find a video production company or let's pull out our iPhone and give it a go, right? So they're focused on the production of the content. And that makes sense, right? Because you want a video, you need to get a video made. But if you want that content to be successful, there's a couple of other things that you need to think about here. And the first one I talk about is what I call strategy design. So strategy design is the actual designing of the plan, the strategy, before you make the content, right? Important. And then the third part there is what I call strategy management. And that is now that you've got the video, what do you actually do with it? How do you manage that across digital and social platforms to ensure you actually get that ROI for your video? So when you've got these kind of, think of it like a three legs of a stool, right? If you've got any one of those legs is basically wobbly or not there, you're gonna get a really unstable wobbly stool. So it's in the crossover in the center of those sections there that I would refer to as the video marketing sweet spot. And that's after today, if you are doing any video, any video marketing, I want you to be making sure that you've got all three of those aspects taken care of in some form. Now, I'm going to share a lot more with you today over the next little bit about exactly what that looks like, okay? So I'm not just going to leave you there. But before I do that, I want to talk about the way I see 
online video today in 2019. And it's kind of represented by these two things. What's the thing on the left? Does anyone want to have a guess at what this is? The printing press, yeah, so the Gutenberg press. <laughs> Strange to have an old printing press up there when we're talking about digital media, right? But the thing is, and, and why I talk about the printing press, is it was widely responsible for the democratization of the written word, you know? So prior to the printing press, monks had to kind of hand write, hand copy out books. So knowledge was not in the hands of everybody. Now, after the printing press, basically they were able to mass produce the written word, and so the knowledge basically got out to everybody. I'm not a historian, but it's something like that, right? You with me? Now, this thing that we all have probably in our pockets, almost dropped it, it's attached to me at the moment. This thing, I believe, is widely responsible for the democratization of image creation both video and photo, right? So when I started my business 11 years ago, I basically had to take out a massive loan to get a massive camera that sat on my not so massive shoulders. And that was how I produced video content to a professional level for the businesses that we're working with. T today, as a business owner, you can produce content to a very high quality level with the tool you have in your pocket. So it's democratized, it's easy to create, you can press go live on Facebook right now and you can be publishing to the world. So what's stopping you? Well, it's this other thing. And that's what I call overwhelm. Because it's easy to do and the options are kind of endless today, what happens? Head in the sand. Most people don't take action. Okay, only about a third of the room raised their hand and said that they have taken any action when it comes to video content. So it's this idea of overwhelm that I feel most businesses are feeling around this idea of video. So how can I be sure that I'm going to get a return on investment and how do I even do it and what do I do in the first place, right? I'm going to add to the overwhelm. How about that? And this stat's kind of crazy. By 2019, it's predicted it would take someone five million years to watch the amount of video that will cross global IP networks in a single month. It's kind of crazy, right? Who's got five million years to spare? <laughs> so the thing about this, and why I actually love this statistic, is what it tells me is that there, there's a lot of video out there, and that's good, right? Because that means a lot of people are watching video content, so that's where the attention potentially of our consumer or our customer is. The other thing it tells me is there's a lot of video content out there, okay? And most of that content is rubbish. So it's hard to cut through. If you're gonna start using video, how are you gonna cut through that avalanche of average content that bombards everyone when they open their social media feed or you know, they, they're searching for something online? So what I want you guys to do after the end of today is to not be contributing with your video strategy to the avalanche of average, but to be cutting through. This statistic here was by a guy called Sun Tzu, who wrote a book called The Art of War, about 500 years BC, and obviously he was writing about the art of war in ancient China, but it's got a lot of lessons that we can learn when it comes to marketing strategy today. And this quote, it's kind of the foundation of everything we do. It's strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. And I'm going to break this down for you quickly. So the first line there, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. 
So the strategy is your plan, right? That strategy design circle that was up on the left there. So you can have a great plan, but if you don't tactically implement, so if you don't actually go out there and do it, and you don't create video, and you don't actually put it on social media platforms, and you don't do it, then it's a slow route to victory. In fact, you'll probably never get there. But if you have the tactics, or you apply tactics, so you're posting content, you're uploading to YouTube, you're going live on Facebook, but you haven't got a strategy, then it's just noise before defeat. And there's so much noise out there, you don't want to just be adding to that noise. Thanks, Sun Tzu. Wade's got a book over there about that, actually. Um, so just to kind of break that down, the tactics versus strategy stuff, okay? Um, I kind of see tactics as the ingredients, right? So you've got a whole bunch of random ingredients, but without a recipe, it can end up creating a dog's breakfast. When you think about your digital marketing strategy, whether it be video or otherwise, are you thinking tactically or strategically? Are you just throwing a bunch of random ingredients together and hoping it tastes good? Or are you coming at it with a good recipe in place so that you know it's going to taste good for your ideal customer? The world of video for most businesses traditionally comes from a broadcast background. So most people, most marketers that you talk to are looking at the world of online video as a form of advertising. Okay, maybe you're thinking of it as a form of advertising as well. And traditional advertising is what they call interruptive or interruption advertising. So you're flicking through a magazine and rather than reading the article that you want to read, you have to look at a, an ad. Or you're watching your favourite TV show and you're interrupted by an ad. Or you're scrolling through your Facebook post and you're interrupted by a sponsored post. Okay, so it's interruptive advertising, that traditional broadcast mentality. But the problem is, today, in 2019, in the world of digital marketing, this just doesn't work very well. And the reason for that is that we're bombarded by that avalanche of average content. So we switch off from advertising. We, don't, we fast forward the ads. We use Netflix or whatever. We don't want advertising. We don't want to be shouted at. We want to be engaged with. And we want to make connections with a brand or business that we want to buy from. We're moving away from B2B or B2C in business. And I think we're moving towards much more P2P or people to people. And that's the way I want you to think about your marketing as well, particularly video marketing. Three stages. This is, Alvia, is this one of your slides? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not going to share with you much about this. Uh, but what I'm going to share with you is, is the three stages of marketing. Okay, so, and it's very much about the same thing that we talk about when it comes to relationships, and that is that we want to start a good relationship in the awareness phase. And the awareness phase is an emotional connection that we make. So imagine your first date, you're going to try and make a good emotional connection with that prospect, with that customer, right? Um, so that emotional connection is is critical to go further down the journey. So what do we do on that first date? We kind of dress nicely, we smile, we tell good stories. Okay, we want to make that emotional connection because if we can do that well, we can drive people further down the relationship journey to actually buy from us. Okay, so then we go to the engagement phase and the engagement phase 
in marketing is where it's basically there's still emotions at play, but now we're starting to think more rational. We're starting to think, okay, do I actually like this person? You know, can we get along? So in the engagement phase of using this dating analogy is where we want to be you know, going on further dates, where we want to be um, maybe meeting the parents, we want to be talking more about future plans and getting to understand each other a bit more. We want to get to know, we want to get to like, we want to get to trust this person. Now, if we do that well, we go down to the conversion phase, and you can kind of imagine what the conversion might be in this dating analogy, but, and that's where it's a rational decision, okay? So where they make a rational decision to actually commit, okay? Now, when it comes to the stages of marketing, most businesses tend to focus on the conversion. They tend to focus on selling, right? Which makes sense because that's what we're in business to do. We want to sell our products or services. So when it comes to marketing, most people are focused on that conversion end of the journey. Now think about that dating analogy. What happens if you go to a first date, they've never met you before and you go straight for the conversion? Exactly, you get slapped in the face. <clears throat> Whoever feels like slapping a business in the face? Okay, and that's the thing, right, is basically that if you're not approaching this in the right way, then you're probably not going to reach your customer in the right way to move them towards taking that conversion action with your business. It's a journey. Now, all of this kind of means nothing if you don't know who you're actually selling to. Okay, if you don't know who's sitting across that table from you on that first date, then you're not gonna tell the right stories, you're not gonna make the right connection you're not going to ever get to that conversion. So, to do that, you need to define your customer avatar. And you love marketing terms like avatars. So, has anyone ever done this before? Quick show of hands, has anyone ever really clearly defined who their ideal customer is or their customer avatar? Few people, okay. So, it's so important to actually know who you're marketing to, right? I think you get that. So we're gonna take a moment here to kind of do a bit of an exercise and work our empathy muscle. And what I want you to do is to actually uh, take one of those blank pieces of paper on the table that you've got, um, hand them around. I want you to grab three different colored pens as well. Too many people are using ballpoint pens. Um, there's colored pens, uh, colored uh, textures on the table for a reason. Um, take three different colored, one piece of paper, three different colors, share it around, throw them, throw them at each other. <clears throat> Oh, hey, so podcast version of Ben coming back at you right now. The reason why I use coloured textures on the tables during our workshops is because people, when they're in business workshops, business seminars, they tend to be focused on the, on the rational stuff. They tend to be focused on the, the real world stuff. But when you put coloured textures, uh, felt tip pens, in the hands of people, they tend to open up their creativity. And ultimately what I'm trying to do when I get people in front of me and, and in a workshop situation is encourage creativity. So that's exactly what we're gonna do in this workshop moment right now. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the instructions, listen up guys, so that you can um, be clear on what we're doing and then we'll get started. So I want you to do this individually. If you're here with someone else today, do it individually. You can compare notes later, okay? Um, on your piece of paper, I want you to think of someone who is your ideal customer. Don't write anything yet. 
once you've got a clear idea in your head of someone who either is currently or was an ideal customer for you, I want you to take a moment to really empathize, to get into their heads, okay? So really get to like kind of sit in their, sit in their shoes, stand in their shoes and really get into their heads and answer these, these questions, okay? So this is the three different colors are gonna re represent the three different questions here. The first one is what did they feel before using your product or service? Okay, what did they feel? And then the second one is what thought triggered them to decide to either start researching and eventually buy, or what thought triggered them to actually decide to buy your product or service? And I want you to really think deep about this, not just because you know, we were the cheapest, that's probably not the answer, and see what action did they take to discover your solution and move them closer to the sale. Okay, so what did they actually do that got them through your door or to your website or, you know, as a customer? So three things there, what did they feel? Then what did they think? And then what action did they take that got them closer to being a customer? Sound good? So you're gonna write down your answers, three different colors. Um, we'll give you a couple of minutes, we'll put some thinking music on, and uh, if you need any help, you can talk to someone next to you, but this is in your head. Go for it. So, podcast version of Ben back again, because right now, I want you to think as you're listening to this, when you think about your ideal customer, what do you want them to feel, think, and do when it comes to your brand? Let's move on. Thank you. So, feel, think, and do. Remember that dating analogy, that idea of starting with that emotional connection, moving through that phase of consideration, through to making a rational, thoughtful decision to actually convert. Funnily enough, that's actually that same process of feeling something, making that emotional connection. As humans, we start with emotion, or we buy with emotion and we justify decisions with logic and reasoning, right? So this is the way we as humans work. We feel, we think, and then we do. We don't do, think, then feel. We always, no matter what we're buying, no matter what the journey is we're going on to buy and how long that journey takes, it's always moving from a phase of emotional connection to a need that we have through to thinking about it, through to making a decision and an action to actually convert, right? So that thought process you went through in a very simple terms, thinking about an individual person is your customer avatar, but you're not just understanding them in demographic terms, like you know that they're you know, 25 years old and they live in Sippy Downs and you know, they have this kind of job, that's demographics, that's not a customer avatar. What you need to do is to go deeper into understanding what's going through their heads. So do some psychographic profiling of that person, really understand them and then understand what behaviors are they taking that's driving them towards an action. Okay, so some behavior profiling as well. At its simplest form, you're understanding what they feel, what they think, and then what they do to actually buy from you. Does that help? 
Okay, so we're going to apply this kind of thought process now into understanding what a strategy for your video content might look like. That's what we're here for, right? So the, what, what I talk about is this idea of a full funnel video strategy framework. Sounds nice in marketing terminology and things like that, but the idea of a funnel is basically that same thing of taking someone who's never heard about you before, and that's the top of the funnel, and then basically they're going to come in there and you're going to, through the way that you talk to them, you're going to move them through to fall out the bottom of the funnel and to pay you some cash, right? Who uses cash these days? But So, you know, to be your customer, right? So that's, in marketing terms, that's what a funnel is. And it's the same thing as we're basically moving from left here to right, top of the funnel through to bottom of the funnel, and we're going from an emotional through to a rational decision. And we start at the top of that journey at the beginning of that journey by creating awareness emotional awareness around our brand if people have if people don't know about you they haven't connected to you on that first date then they're never going to buy from you so awareness and then we go through a phase of consideration and then we go through i don't know if i'm standing in the wrong spot but and then we go through to making decision to purchase Okay, so that's the basic marketing funnel of awareness, consideration and purchase, but it doesn't end there. Because we then go through to the advocacy stage. So in marketing terms, we want to remember that people who have already bought from us, they're our, they can potentially become our advocates, our referral partners, or they can buy from us again. So the full funnel video strategy is going to take into account awareness, consideration, purchase and advocacy. And let's start with the awareness phase. So the goal I refer to here in the awareness phase is brand positioning. Okay, brand awareness, brand positioning, whatever term you want to use. But the first goal in your marketing approach with video is to tell good stories, okay? To position your brand through storytelling. The reason why storytelling is so important and powerful as a, as a tool here is that stories are an intrinsically emotional form of communication, right? And in video, stories can be even more powerful. So if we can tell the best stories, or the, the stories that people relate to in the first, basically in the first moments that they ever come across our brand, then they're going to basically come on the journey with us. Okay, so storytelling in a brand sense is all about this idea of kind of connecting on an emotional level and getting our customer or our ideal prospect to buy in before we ask them to buy. I'll say that again, we want to get them to buy in before we ask them to buy. And buying in is an emotional thing, right? So if you can get them to buy in that these guys, this brand, this business, they're perfect for me. The only way to do that is by relating to them in the right emotional way. So when it comes to telling a brand story, Every story needs a hero, right? We know that from Hollywood filmmaking, from storytelling when we're little kids. But every brand needs, every story needs a hero. And when it comes to your brand story, who's the hero of your story? Is it you as the brand or the business owner? Hey, good stuff. Yeah, it's not you. It's the customer. Your ideal customer or your customers are the hero of your story. As a brand, you come alongside their Luke Skywalker, you become their Obi-Wan Kenobi, okay? You are their guide. Your brand, your service, your product 
allows your ideal customer to win in their story, okay, to overcome their enemies and vanquish the foes and return back to their world as a changed person, okay? That's your goal in your brand or business story is to actually position you as the guide or the mentor and your heroes are the customers. Now we could go into a whole two-hour workshop about brand storytelling, but we won't. So the critical takeaway here is when it comes to the top of the funnel or that awareness phase of the way that you're communicating with people, we need to tell good stories and you are not the hero of your own story. So that first thing, brand positioning, the types of videos that we're going to use there to get into the nitty gritty stuff here, you need to be telling brand stories. You need to be creating videos that tell your brand story, remembering you're not the hero. We need to tell our clients stories, they're the heroes, celebrate their stories and position your brand as being that person or that, that thing that came alongside to help them win the day. We talk about why videos as well. So why videos is just a simple way of basically communicating why you do what you do for the betterment or the benefit of your customers or clients. So even just as a 30 second video, straight down the barrel of the camera or straight to the lens, just use video in a way to allow people to understand your emotional why behind what you do what you do. So the first goal, brand positioning, we're gonna tell good stories. And then we move on to the second goal, which is consideration. And this is the goal of what I call social engagement. Now in the consideration phase, just like those second, third, fourth dates that you go on with your prospect, um, this is where you want to actually engage socially with them. And that means conversation, that means human connection. Okay, social engagement is all about providing helpful content to people. So as a brand or a business, how can you actually open up the conversations and be positioned as the expert or share valuable information with people without the expectation that they're actually ever going to buy from you. Okay? They will buy from you if you're going to share more value in this marketing process than your competition. But that's not the goal here. It's not about selling, it's about helping. Okay? So when it comes to this social engagement phase, we need to recognise that Today, 75% of buyers prefer to self-educate than actually deal with salespeople. Think about your own behaviour online. Okay, if you're thinking about buying something, so you're in that consideration phase, you don't want to speak to someone who's going to try and flog you their product. Not yet. What you want to do is you want to Google search. Okay, you want to follow them on Facebook. You want to find out more information. Okay, so with that in mind, how can you create content within your video marketing strategy that answers those questions that they're asking? So the goal here at Social Engagement, the types of videos we're going to be creating, remember it's about providing education or information or value, not selling. Maybe it's a video blog, okay? So informative, educational short videos. Maybe it's a how-to series. Maybe it's answering frequently asked questions. Thought leadership, if you've got a, you know, a particular area that you are a thought leader in, um, you can actually put your thoughts out there into the world. Um, live video is a great tool here to use as well. So the second goal, social engagement. And then the third goal is conversion. You actually need to get people across the line, right? It's no good doing all of this awesome stuff if you're not actually selling anything, okay? But remember, we don't start focused on conversion or sales. We need to start with telling good stories. So when we talk about conversion, it is sales focused. Now we need to be responding to their 
rational concerns that's stopping them from potentially buying from us. So with this type of content, there's two words you need to think about. It's relevance and attention. So these two words are so important here because if your content isn't hyper-relevant to the person who's about to part with their money, then they're not going to think it's for them. So when it comes to creating content here, we need to be commanding the attention of our ideal prospect at the point that they're ready to make a buying decision. And the way to do that is to make it hyper-relevant to them. So don't use a video on your product page that's kind of a trying to appeal to everyone. Instead, you need to think about how you can actually create video that answers the specific questions that that person has about your product. So that might mean, yeah, multiple videos that are about that are basically created for different customer avatars, okay? So you may have one product, to simplify things, you may have one product, but you have different people buying that product for different reasons, so you're going to actually need to create content that talks hyper-relevantly to those people. So relevance and attention. Um, so when it comes to conversion in your video strategy, what you're going to be planning for is videos that maybe detail the particular service. So talk through, this is actually what you're going to get when you buy from us, rational information. You might be walking through so that they can actually see what it's gonna look like when they um, are there or when they do the thing. Um, frequently asked questions here are relevant to uh, your particular service or product. So answering, you know, what is our particular unique selling proposition or our five-step framework or how do you actually work with us as a brand or a business? Um, so, sales page and landing page, like I said, hyper-relevant video on those pages. So, storytelling, helpful content, sales-focused, and then when it comes to advocates, and I'm moving a little bit quickly here because Wade's going to wrap me up, we need to think about the goal of delight, okay? So, delight is where it's all about relationship. So, once someone's bought from you, how can you improve that customer experience and basically use video in a way to encourage that advocacy. Okay, it's about relationships. Now, when it comes to using video to build better relationships with your customers once they bought from you and therefore encourage advocacy, personalized video is so powerful here. Personalized video, and it might be individual videos where it says, you know, hi Mary, thanks so much for buying from us. Um, you know, it's awesome to have you as a customer. We appreciate you. That's a very generic kind of a message, but you know what I mean? Like, that's very personal. Personalized video in email is actually five times, it increases the conversion of those emails five times. So if you're the kinds of business that you're not converting face-to-face -face as much, but you're actually doing a lot of your business over digital channels, then think about adding video into that sales process and that post-sales process to make them feel more connected with the brand or business that they're engaging with. So the types of videos you might consider here is thank you videos. How often do we get thanked when we buy from a brand or a business? Do you thank your customers? Can you use video very simply, even just with your iPhone, and produce something that says, hey, thanks for buying from me? Personalization, celebrate milestones. So maybe in your business there are certain key milestones that people get to. And you can use video to celebrate that. Make them feel more connected and human to you humanly connected, whatever I'm trying to say there. You know what I'm trying to say. Okay, so that's your full funnel video strategy framework. You're going to 
tell good stories, you're going to create helpful content, you're going to focus on the sales and you're going to do some relationship driven content. And that sounds like overwhelming, Ben, what the hell you're coming here and telling us we need to do all of that. The thing is you're going to look for the gaps in your current business and you're going to start there. What's missing, okay? Where do you need to plug the gaps currently? Is it the top of the funnel or is it down at the conversion end? So what's your video roadmap? I want you to think about that today and kind of think about what, where can you start to implement video more strategically into what it is that you're doing. You understand that the videos we produce at one end of that journey are very different to the videos you'd want to do at the top, at the front end, basically. So where will you go from here? And that's where I'm going to leave you with this recording of the live workshop. And I hope you found value in that and that you, you took away a few things to help you in your business and with your video strategy as well. So I want to hear from you as to what you thought about this episode. Let me know on Twitter or Instagram at engage underscore Ben. And of course, if you haven't yet left a review for the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or on Google Play, then please do that. Uh, it's highly valued and I really appreciate you for listening and for leaving that review. Now, as I said at the beginning of the show, if you want to get the slides from this presentation so that you can follow along and maybe listen through again with the slides uh, in front of you, head on over to the show notes page for this episode, engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 97 episode 97 and there you'll be able to grab the slides and download them and basically follow along at home and I hope that's valuable to you as well. So thanks again for listening. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing and I'm here to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective online video strategy and I'll be back with you next week with episode 98 and another interview episode where I'm bringing on the awesome Amanda Horvath and we're going to talk all about the future of video and it's a it's a pretty big conversation which was a lot of fun for me to have and I can't wait to bring it to you next week so tune back in then bye for now